Oh, Eric, Eric, Eric. Buongiorno, Tai. It's good to hear your voice. (laughs) It's been a long, long week without hearing your your crackly uh, voice here, Tai. Mm -hmm. How are you doing? I'm doing so good. It feels so good to hear your voice, too. It's really been a, like, a nuclear winter for Think Fresh. Yeah. Um, it's, for the bre- uh, we've, the bread- uh, here you go. Oh, uh, the breadheads <laughs> have been banging our line all week. Where's the Epi's at? Where's the Epi's at? And we haven't been delivering. I think we haven't recorded it in almost seven straight days. Yep. This is the eighth day in our dry spell here. Um, mm-hmm. We had to skip two episodes well, you know, one of them is coming to you one day late, but, uh, you know, we needed some time off to just refresh and, uh, you know, regenerate. Um, how have you been spending your time away from me, Ty? Hmm. Well, the dark ages have been really rough for me, Eric. I've been thinking mm-hmm. about all sorts of topics that I wanted to share with the breadheads, and I haven't had a platform <laughs> to do it. I've been... I've been muted by by you. I'm, I'm going to blame this one on you. You're, this is all because of Eric. Just, I just want the breadheads to know that. Mm, so you you think I'm censoring you? Yeah. That's, what, that's what's <laughs> I, happening I here. Sens- I feel muzzled. Mm, absolutely. Well, I do like to <laughs> dominate you, Ty, by uh, muzzling you. <laughs> but, um, you know, opposite of you, I do feel quite refreshed. Um, I did manage to eat at Cactus Club three times in the last week. Mm. Um, and yeah, I'm ready to get back into it and talk about Big Way with you. That's a lot of Feeny Burgers. Not one Feeny Burger, actually. <laughs> but Feeny, a good are, are, they really overhauled their whole menu. It's all bowls now. It's you all bowls. Go, you can only get bowls. bowls there. You've got two bowls. There we go. I got two different bowls. I had the new Mediterranean bowl, um, which is like a bastardized shawarma plate. Mm-hmm with prawns <laughs> and then um i had a nice little crispy tofu bowl mm. um which i'm sure you've had the pleasure of dining many times in your mouth yeah it's quite good wow. um but you know what nothing is like sharing two bowls two crispy tofu bowls with bay and a plate of chicken tenders in the middle <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, I, I do love the Cactus Club menu. All the casual fine dining establishments do a great job of assembling the greatest hits of all culinary foods. It's kind it's of really... like the, I like to think of like Cactus Club as like, if it was a Drake album, it'd be like um, Care Package. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it like... truly appeals to all the different senses. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. It might be even a scorpion because you got some, you know, club hit bangers, and you got some deep in your feels. Um, 2 a.m. on a Monday night type beat, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. Yeah. The equivalent of that would be like the, like, uh, the cherry cheesecake just to top off your shawarma plate. <laughs> Absolutely. Calamari. Yeah. It's when you share, you know, the lettuce wraps, <laughs> the famous Szechuan chicken lettuce wraps mm-hmm. with uh, potentially some butternut squash ravioli. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. If you've been to Cactus Club here in Vancouver, you know the deal. Yeah, Um, shout out out to Rob Feeney, executive chef Rob Feeney. Executive uh, head head chef. Um, He is the head chef of, uh, you know, Cactus Club, and he's not one to check his DMs, apparently. Yeah, if you're listening, Feeney, uh, (laughs) (laughs) message us back. We we really want to get you on this pod. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, Fini in Croatian means the, uh, it means fine, but in the masculine sense. So he is mm. quite, he is quite Fini, if you get what in, I'm saying. In that case, I would say that we are all Fini. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we've, uh, if you dine at Cactus, then you are Fini. Yeah, 100p, you're fine Fini fella. Yeah, I eat at Cactus, therefore I am. Wow, beautiful. You are what you eat. Yeah, a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like, what, what's what's new with you, Eric? What have you? What have you? How have you been handling the seven days of dark darkness? Well, the seven days of darkness here on at the Eric Estate have been uh, largely spent outdoors. Um, you know, enjoying the sunshine here that we've had. Um, you know, there's a forecast full of rain here in Vancouver, but did manage to get outside for some basketball, uh, for some running, and even some tennis. Mm, riveting. All, riveting. Uh, yeah, those are all, all sports that are uh, aimly on your approved. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You already know I got the aimly on door New Balance shorts with the New Balance shooting sleeve. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah. And did you see Cactus Jack is releasing a new Jordan collab? No way. Yeah. You're going to so, have to cop some of that. No, I'm actually planning on fouling them very hard <laughs> if I meet them at the rim and they're wearing a Cactus Jack Jordans. Yeah, you're just going to throw them a bow. Yeah, they're going to get catch an elbow to the tooth when uh, they go for a layup. Yeah, damn. You're, they might be uh, dripping head to toe in Cactus Swag, but you're the one in sicko mode. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it is. It is still checks over stripes on this side. That's a fact. <laughs> um, what about you, Ty? What have you been doing in this uh, in the dark prohibition mm. era, especially now that Bonnie Henry has, uh, you know, banned not only indoor dining but leaving your house. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, during my like like many others in isolation, I've done one of I've done two things, Eric. I've watched many a documentary. And I have been drinking many a cocktail. So I'll walk you through <laughs> both, both those worlds. Please, I'm dying to hear know more about those. Okay. I recently consumed the riveting Netflix documentary called Seaspiracy. Have you, have you partaken? I have had the luxury of taking part in the cultural movement known as Seaspiracy and drinking the dolphin juice. Oh yeah, you're a big fan of the shark fin soup. You would, you would be. Yeah, um, when I choose to dine, I'll I'll seafood. <laughs> uh, it is shark fin soup, and it is um, not sustainably caught. Wow, well, if you're going like to go lean into it, you go hard into it, I guess. Absolutely. Um, you know, I'm here for efficiency. But um, do you want to share with the listeners what you learned? I'll just give you the spark notes like fishing is bad. Farmed fishing is bad. Eating fish is bad. So unless you're like laying your own crab traps or just like slinging your own lines down at the dock, you should keep those fins away from your face. Mm. I, but, even, uh, but it turns out even, you know, slinging your own crab traps might be bad because of all the microplastics that these fish are really consuming. That's a really good point. But I mean, like, if you are eating at Subway once a week, you do not need to worry about microplastics. Your body has already <laughs> built up a natural resistance to that type of um, mm-hmm. material in your stomach. 
Yeah, unlike the tuna sub, um, the BMT specializes in macro plastics, um, <laughs> specifically yoga mats. Yeah, totally. So yeah, if you're eating yoga mat bread, you should be fine. You've made it this yeah. far. But I, yeah. I will, speaking of tuna sub, I have after watching Seaspiracy, I'm a, I'm very gullible. So I have now denounced the consumption of marine life. <laughs> I will no longer be eating fish. I'll add it to my list of no nos mm. at the restaurant. Um, and that means no more tuna sub, Eric. I mean, I cannot stand for this, Ty. Um, you know, I know you do, you know, exude sheepish behavior from time to time. But coming from an anti-masker such as yourself, I would expect you to um, defy anything that somebody would tell you to do. Well, um, so what made it. you what made you like want to believe Seaspiracy and ditch, you know, half of your diet? Because you already don't eat meat. So when you take mm-hmm. out fish, then what's left? Uh, other than, you know, the Erewhon buffalo cauliflower. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a surprising amount of things you can juice, Eric. So <laughs> there's a whole world of juicing yet this. to be uncovered. Yeah. And I, I do have a medley of mason jars filled with seeds and nuts mm, and dried, dried berries. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. So there's, um, there's no no limits to what you can think of in the kitchen when you have a fully stocked pantry of dried, dried fruits and, and the, the plant, the plant-based meat scene is just mm. exploding right now. We can get We can get into that, but yeah, mm. I don't, I just, I see this film. I'm very gullible. I see dolphins getting wrecked and I, I haven't met any dolphins, but they seem, they seem like they're pretty smart. Mm. They seem really, they have flow. They're like the Kendrick Lamars mm-hmm. of the ocean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a shame to see them go. <laughs> yeah, they, and they're close to disappearing also. So just another way to tie back to Kendrick, K-Dot. Yeah, exactly. Um, Kung Fu Kenny. But uh, you know what, Ty? The, my biggest takeaway from this documentary is the fact that it exposes um, our like embarrassingly small attempts at making a difference on a personal level and mm-hmm. how like the real issue is at the corporate level and the industrialization of you know fishing essentially like all the pollution and and like mm-hmm. all that shit is it's not going to be solved by you know skipping the salmon next time you're at whole foods it's going to be solved by making actual change and until our leaders you know address that fact i'm not ready to give up you know my uh chimichurri prawn (laughs) yeah that's a that's a fact eric like we drew like the wool over our eyes for years (laughs) trying to stop using plastic straws and it turns out that makes no difference hell double dip double sock on straws get two it's not going to make a difference what -hmm. makes a difference is if people stopped fishing in general yeah next time i see a turtle i'm jamming a straw up its nose myself Mm mm-hmm (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh that's a good way to get famous on the internet um yeah. like even the, the uh the great pacific garbage patch there's no straws in there hell mm-hmm. there's not even like i would expect it to be entirely like um <laughs> entirely straws but no it's fishing equipment mm-hmm. it's the castaway raft but instead of wood it's made out of plastic straws Mm-hmm. So um, it's really the responsibility of the businesses to like figure this shit out. The industry's big blue check subway. Like, I okay. So the challenge with subway specifically is that 
Like, I don't even know what it would break down first. Like, when you actually think about all of Subway's offerings, like, is it going to be that wax lined, like, 20 ounce paper Subway mm. soda cup? Is that going to be the majority of Subway's contribution to the Great Pacific Garbage Patch? Or is it actually mm-hmm. like, like a thin slice of Subway pepperoni that's incapable of degrading? Decomposing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, mm. is this the Great Pacific Pepperoni Patch? Mm-hmm. It could also pepperoni patch. Um, unlike Nick Jonas's nipples, these pepperonis are <laughs> are uh, not able to degrade over time. But you know what? Um, yeah, I think I found uh... <laughs> their nipples, dude. They're bigger yeah. than the garbage patch itself. Um, wow. But you know what, Ty? I think I had an NFT idea for your art project. You need to um, like create a still image of a turtle wearing like a disposable COVID mask. Mm-hmm. And I think that is like a perfect encapsulation of 2021. It's like see meets uh Wuhan wet market. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a lot of layers to that. I want to just call out like what art project are you talking about? But also, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'd be happy to create that for you. Uh, you can commission me. It's a brilliant idea. Um, mm-hmm. The turtles have been suffocated by plastics for so long, and now, um, now they can't <laughs> breathe. They can't breathe because of a mask. Incredible. We are the turtles. To Absolutely. save the ocean is to save ourselves. Mm-hmm. Just like the kid at the county fair who said, "I like turtles." <laughs> do you remember that one? Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, we all need to channel our zombie kid energy and uh, just remind ourselves that we do like turtles, and we have to do our part. Mm-hmm. Eric always comes through with the uh, the vintage vines. <laughs> the vintage memes. The, yeah, he's the, he's yeah. The, he's dripping in vineyard vines, speaking about vintage vines. Absolutely. Sipping on natty wines from a, a vintage vine. Mm-hmm. Just call me Junior. Beautiful. Um, uh, but yeah, so the, long, <laughs> the whole point of this, Eric, the whole point of this is that I'm done with the tuna sub. No more. No one should be eating 12 inches of mushed up tuna fish in one sitting anyways, but mm-hmm. um, I'm just glad that like I'm, I'm, I'm off this creamy, mushy chicken of the sea. Chicken of the sea. Um, I personally am, am not at all finished with seafood. Um, as, you, as you know, a large part of my diet is seafood and I love all types. So I will be continuing to eat it and who knows, I might even double down now that the prices are dropping on it. So, mm. you know, next time at, I'm at the fish market, I'll, I'll pick you up a slice. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you think of this uh, seafood market as uh, it, it, it follows a very similar path, pattern as cryptocurrency, I'd imagine. So mm-hmm. you're about you, you're going to double down your bitty investment and double down your fish consumption, probably in the same kind of flows. <laughs> yeah exactly you want to buy low and eat high mm-hmm. um, but that's great um i would like to see subway actually you know expand into the seafood world now that um you know seafood's brought to our attention again mm-hmm. <laughs> I like them to... <laughs> it would be on brand for subway to double down their investment into marine life start offering some like calamari sandwich or like uh absolutely just like a, a nice like slab of fish, like a mm-hmm. fish fillet kind of slab. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if the North American, the cucked liberal North American uh, community is ready for um, like a seafood sandwich 
that isn't the either the seafood medley or the tuna sub because it's just not something we're used to here like in asia for example and at, at the mcdonald's in taiwan i went to i had a shrimp burger and it was so good and i want a similar thing here i want like a fried shrimp patty inside my sandwich um and i think that would be just a, an amazing thing with some sweet chili sauce i mean we're living now yeah what do you i think mean about that guy? Well, I'm I, I'm rocking a semi. My hands are clammy. I totally agree. Uh, but I would also disagree with your sentiments around the North American palate. You see, like the average like liberal urbanite is sitting on either the very far west or very far east coast of this great continent, which means they are uh, they are their neighbor is the ocean, right? And like the. the Every major city's got a bubble gumps. Like these people are eating fish in all sorts of weird ways. I think they're mm-hmm. ready for a fish sandwich at Subway. I think Subway could mm-hmm. lean into this, put it in the more, put it in the mm-hmm. urban center uh, locations, mm-hmm. and it would take mm-hmm. off. I mean, can you just imagine a Subway bread bowl with a <laughs> clam chowder, Subway herbs and cheese bread bowl? Like that's incredible. Straight up, I would love for them to go there. I think they need to get into more expressive like bread types but like work them into the main menu work them into the Mm -hmm. like the sandwich engine none of these like one-off panini things yeah maybe we don't need more ways to make sandwiches but we need more things to make with bread like stick with the original footlong Mm. like format you know taking that bread style and doing other things with it like a bread bowl Mm -hmm. or who knows what else like maybe like a pizza pretzel (laughs) <laughs> yeah, this is a great segue because I got to tell you about this pizza place I've observed. It's called the Mano Pizzeria. It, yeah. It's in suburban Las Vegas. Um, the food in Las Vegas has actually gotten a lot better. They have a Nobu now. So, <laughs> so they have a Carbone? Yeah, I think they do have a Carbone too. So um, don't be alarmed that this is a suburban um, Sin, Sin City establishment. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so Amano Pizzeria, um, they make what I think one Yelp reviewer referred to as stunt food, which I latched <laughs> on to that. <laughs> oh, and gosh. I would say that like we can definitely draw a parallel between this mm-hmm. establishment and any Subway franchise and the concept of stunt food. We can dig into that if you like. So <laughs> when you say stunt food, are you talking like, you know, like seafood tower or like, like a fl- flaming like shot glass or like what is it what is stunt food to you yeah you know the deal all that stuff um uh looks cool doesn't taste great like crazy mm, garlic better knots. than it tastes yeah um right it's, it's kind of like, like when you're at the uh hibachi grill and then you know like your your man's is getting fed by the chef and you're allowing that to happen yeah totally <laughs> i think about yeah. like anything on the oh, food channel it? Fellas, is it gay to have the chef put meat in your mouth? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, exactly. Um, If you go on, like, the Food Channel today, the Failing Food Channel, Food Network, and you just, like, rip through any of their, like, daytime shows, it's always, like, um, fat dudes in bad clothing going to, like, random hole-in-the-wall places and getting, like, the greasy-ass, like packages of like meat you can get you know Mm -hmm. and they're like and they're always like this is the best thing i've ever eaten they always say that like you gotta go here at at, while they're holding like like 
32 ounces of ground beef in a bun. <laughs> yeah, smothered in like honey mustard or something mm-hmm. like random. Yeah, um, so those are all stunt food of, establishments uh, to me. I think you might be right about the Food Network, the Cursed Food Network, because they are doing like the most redonkulous shit now. Like, have you seen the popcorn salad that was recently featured on the um, failing Food Network? Uh, I have not, but I feel like that's something like Bon Appetit would take off with. <laughs> yeah, like basically this person is making like a almost like a coleslaw salad. It's like a creamier salad, and then she dumps like a bunch of popcorn in it. And then the following clip is like her party of guests pretending to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Dude, it's like some real I... suburban white girl shit. Wow, this is why I fucking hate potlucks. Potlucks <laughs> yeah. are the worst thing on earth because of shit like this. People roll up with their with their like they're mm-hmm. amateur chefs who are trying to riff off of like the quinoa salad or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're they're they bit off more than they can chew, and you as a guest of this party has to pay the price. Mm-hmm. It's terrible always because then you're eating like a steak with popcorn with like a grilled cheese, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like the most random assortment of things. Like what happens at good old fashioned dinner and party hosting, you know, where like mm-hmm. you know you slip a little drugs into your dessert, and then everyone's having a blast at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. And you control the menu. It's experience yeah, exactly. design. You control the menu. You control the experience. Much like Subway trying to control the experience by introducing pre-made subs. Mm-hmm. You know, pre-designed subs. It's it's the dinner party equation for me. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think that Subway's trying to hit the sweet spot where you create like a certain amount of user control, but then uh, you don't make limitless. You don't offer like anything that's going to disrupt the system. I like to think of it as like Subway is the iPhone screen of technology. Your iPhone home screen, you can do lots of stuff to it. You can move the apps around. You can put them in folders. <laughs> you can hide them. Yeah. You can make something bigger. Yeah. You can even make a widget if you want. Exactly. It's enough to personalize it. It feels like you, but you can't you can't do some stupid Android shit where you like change the typeface to papyrus and the background of pink. Oh, God. Um. I do have a question for you, though. There is a middle ground here. There is, um, you know, the wildly popular buffet. What do you think of a buffet-style menu where you can, like, go to a restaurant, you sit down, and then you're just handed a plate, <laughs> and then they have at her. <laughs> what do you think of that? Is that in the in the realm of possibility for Subway? Like, we even see, like, Whole Foods doing that, where you can, like, just make your own salad basically mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh i guess subway the beauty of subway is the ability to create self-servicing just opens up more doors for creation you can now do the things that you were never comfortable asking your artist partner <laughs> to do for you <laughs> <laughs> you can get a bit kinkier with your sandwich you know mm-hmm. you can yeah. you can triple meat it you can you can put mm-hmm. the sauce on first. Mm-hmm. Can really rip much on like the a, much like a Menchie's like self serve thing where you pay by weight at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, you do get to riff and get freaky with it, but then there isn't a moment of, um, you know, when you bring your like monstrosity to the front counter 
and plop it down on the scale and then have them judge you mm-hmm. uh, judge your creation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that is a um a pretty negative negative experience at the end of uh, a really positive high um <laughs> i will say though that like the other like um specialty of subway or like i guess like proficiency is the kind of white glove or should i say clear plastic glove experience that's associated with it (laughs) it's not only do you get whatever you want you have someone else do it for you and when you get an unfiltered artist who's willing to work with you and do whatever you want it truly is does feel like democratized luxury like you have you have a a, just a a pawn that will like move at your every whim Mm -hmm. that that's like the, the that's what rich feels like eric Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know, but that's what Rich feels like. <laughs> um, I never feel the pressure to tip at like a buffet place because it's like the same as like having your friend make you food. Like you go and like just do it yourself. It's like like a what's that like method called? It's like Swedish table. Mm, that thing familiar. like. Yeah, it's like where you have all the food like separate from the dinner table, and then you have to go up yourself and like get it. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have all the food in the kitchen, like in pots and pans and stuff, and then you just grab a plate, fill her up, and then you go sit at the dinner table with everyone else. That's a very very self service meal. It's de- decentralized yeah. dinner time. Exactly. So you have to choose what you want to eat, but then you you lose the like you said the surgical glove experience. Mm-hmm. Of subway where you have someone do that for you and you have to get your hands dirty which is like why am i even here i can just do this at home mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right to um align the subway glove with more like a surgical piece than a white glove <laughs> <laughs> our sandwich artists are surgeons they have the face mask on they got the face shield uh they have a hairnet usually wow yeah Draped head to toe in like a work uniform, mm-hmm. protective Stress. personal protective uh, equipment PPEs, and they are performing surgery on a grape. They <laughs> <laughs> they both they both advocate for health, but are so stressed at their jobs that they probably are smoking out back between like on breaks. Mm-hmm. Much like our you know praised frontline workers, they are burning out. They are you know. <laughs> they've been working hard the last two years and uh they need a break ty mm-hmm. the only difference we... is the um a break or a pay raise they should, <laughs> yeah. be, they should be competing with surgeons on salaries absolutely um what else we got on the on the list well, today i got it i got i haven't even finished my amano pizzeria story here i gotta bring okay, this let's back get at it okay, okay so amano pizzeria suburban las vegas we're not talking strip food uh they make stunt food in the suburbs they make this this all was inspired i wanted to share this with you eric because at the beginning of this episode we talked about subway riffing on the bread format and that's what they do here they make a meal called the fat baby if anybody follows us on twitter you would have seen us retweet a few days ago a video of a fat baby being made but i'll also walk the listeners through it right now essentially you take a six inch like white italian baguette subway style bread um but you don't cut it in half you don't you don't cut it open to put food in it instead what you do is you kind of like chop off the tip of it 
and then you enter the bread from that end. Um, hollow down into it like you're digging like a little hole for oil or like you're like you're like unclogging a sink and then you like kind of like pull out the bread pieces the, the soft mm. bread interior interesting um, yeah all out of the little hole so what you get is this little pipe that goes all the way down from one end to the other you following i'm following buddy all right now here's where it gets stunted you're going to go make now, – now here's what a Mano pizzeria does. They go and they make any pasta you want, spaghetti, fettuccine, etc. Then <laughs> they take the pasta and they force it down that little hole until it is – it runneth over the top. It's overflowing oh, yes. with pasta. So now the entire sandwich is a pasta sandwich, kind of like a calzone. I love and this. And then here's the kicker. They serve that shit vertically. So you're not eating a horizontal sub sandwich. You're eating like a two-handed, like kind of popsicle sandwich, uh, like like a like a pita. Mm-hmm. Interesting stunt food. Stunt food. So it's much. Uh, I can. I'm picturing the spaghetti just spilling out over the edge of this hole, um, mm-hmm. looking like you've just opened a can of worms or something. Quite literally. Yeah, that sounds amazing, and something like I would try for sure. Mm-hmm. Subway should introduce pasta to the menu. <laughs> there's there's a few there's a few opportunities here for sure. One of them is pasta on the menu, both as a side. We know the, they fail tried and failed with mac and cheese. Um, that pasta deserved to die, uh, yeah. but there's still an opportunity here with their Italian heritage. Mm-hmm. There's also the possibility of a stuffed sandwich. They, I mean, like, Little Caesars is pulling off stuffed shit all the time. Like, <laughs> Subway needs, could get in here. And it's, like, kind of a variation of the regular footlong. And where I see the stuffed footlong being beneficial to the customer is that I think it could retain temperature longer. Because you created a sealed sandwich. There's mm. only just a little air hole, right? So now mm-hmm. you toast your sandwich. You walk out. You could probably – that could maybe last, what? 20 minutes now and still be warm you basically mm-hmm. have like a sandwich thermos interesting you could also like pinch the edge of the sandwich closed once you've opened it much like a dumpling like mm-hmm. you just like pinch it closed <laughs> oh yeah or like maybe you could just even run a little thread through it like you're st- like a, like a surgeon stitching a wound <laughs> um and then once again like imagine that but lined with cheese inside too Ooh. much like a stuffed crust and you just like plop that back in the toaster mm-hmm. melt the insides oh buddy now we're cooking with fire fuck yeah we really unlocked like a a new not just a new way to consume sandwiches but just like a new means to transport and preserve sandwiches mm-hmm. wow yeah it's like a almost like a corn dog like i imagine like a sausage or some kind of wiener would be really easy to just like slide all the way down into that 12 inch <laughs> hole. Yeah. I, I'd like to imagine they're like thumb and meatballs down in there, just like pushing oh, them in. They barely fit. <laughs> like a, and then you just like pop them out like a Pez dispenser as you eat them. Oh yeah. Just squeeze them from the <laughs> bottom up. Like, like your, your Marvis toothpaste. Yeah, exactly. Wow. That's actually so good. Amazing. Yeah. And then the third thing, Eric, that this, idea how this idea could benefit the old way is of course the vertical footlong which we've talked about a little bit before a new ergonomic method to consume from the top down 
all your mm -hmm. spillage, all those loose shredded lettuce and black olives and sauce gloops are now kind of contained. They all fall to the same part at the bottom of the sandwich. So mm -hmm. you can manage that a little bit better. You can eat it with one hand now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when you uh, like go to an Italian restaurant and rather than putting the pizza like on the table, they have like a little stand for it. Mm -hmm, I imagine like, mm -hmm. a similar thing for a sandwich. Like it's like a holder. It's like a cup holder, but it's like, you know, a little bit off the table. And then the sandwich just slots in very nicely in there. Um, and you can almost no hand it. You could just you could have an eating contest where you tie your hands behind your back and you just gnaw away at it. Just chomp <laughs> down. Yeah. I love that. It's very, uh, like, uh, it would be a very, like, sensual thing to watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. They, uh, like, a, a custom sandwich holder would be a good idea for this. I think Amano Pizzeria does have some sort of, like, little metal thing they put the sandwich in. But I think for Subway, you could probably just get by on putting it in a paper cup. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that. Put some tearaway lines on that as you work your way down. Mm -hmm. Wow. There's infinite ways to reinvent the sub. Um, you know, another thing comes to mind is like sliders. <laughs> like, mm. like we keep expanding in one direction, but we haven't thought about like going backwards. Like what if we make like two inch sliders using the same bread like, I want you to cut my foot long into four pieces, three inches each, and make me four different sandwiches. I want a sandwich flight. I love that. You don't even need to cut it, to be honest. I saw a cursed photo on the internet <laughs> the other day. Um, I will share it on the Think Fresh Instagram after this. Mm -hmm. uh, but someone within their foot long sandwich had partitioned each half a different, like, meat, veggie, and sauce combination. And then each side of the bread was also a different meat, sauce, and veggie combination. So there's actually like four quadrants. It was like the four horsemen of one foot long. Mm -hmm. You know what? You could also even make like a rainbow roll thing too. You just put the salami like on top of the sandwich. Mm, that's a great idea. These are the kind of <laughs> ideas, Eric, that are only possible if you self-service. Imagine trying to instruct your artist to build you a rainbow roll sandwich. <laughs> Damn, they'll be faded before you get through it. They're not. They're not going to figure that out. Totally. The only off-menu thing they're confident in is the, is the chip in sandwich uh, method. Mm -hmm. um, but as we know, that's been around since the eighties. So it's time to reinvent. Yeah, they time don't to have disrupt enough... Subway. <laughs> yeah, there's a hashtag there. Yeah. Damn. Beautiful. Well, you know what? If uh, if only the sandwich artists were talented enough to, you know propose these ideas to you like if you look like somebody who would like your salami on top then they should just you know act on it <laughs> mm -hmm. well, this is why you know we need to hire our own personal sandwich artists um you know to go with us around the world to, yeah, <laughs> to travel with I, us i completely agree eric I, I i like where this idea is evolving we've talked in the past on the pod about essays and like you have your essay your sandwich artist and your essay your style <laughs> advisor of course but you also have your psa your personal sandwich artist your personal style advisor mm -hmm. um but we always talked about it within the four fake brick walls of subway you're thinking outside the box my friend <laughs> that's right i'm talking hiring much like hiring a clown for your birthday <laughs> you want to hire a clown to make you a sandwich instead mm -hmm. <laughs> But I don't want to just hire them for a one-off event. I want, I want 
an intimate long-term relationship with my sandwich artist. I want them to like be my personal assistant essentially for culinary endeavors. They, 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 I love that. They fly with me. They're mm-hmm. in the shadows when I'm at events, when I do like, we, Eric and I always do these like speaking events as, as culinary influencers. We, we, I've done a, a couple like Ted talks already. It's good. <laughs> it's just good to have a, a, a PSA in the shadows, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, much like a personal chef, this person would cook for you, um, source local ingredients, depending on where you are. Um, mm-hmm. Just figure out your entire meal plan, just so you're able to hit all your macros. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just take away one one more thing off your plate, uh, pun intended. Absolutely. Like, when I want to, like, have some downtime on the weekend, and I take the personal jet to the villa, and I roll up there, I, the last thing I want to do is think about lunch yeah (laughs) it's usually the first thing i'm thinking about but i don't want to think about how i'm gonna eat you know exactly but but i mean like that's the beauty of like the personal sandwich artist is that you could you guys get to co-create everywhere so they're with you at at every every inflection point Mm -hmm. yeah truly a traveling band Mm -hmm. oh well ty it's amazing to get back into the stew with you um it's been great talking sub once again and uh you know apologies to the breadheads for ghosting you (laughs) yeah uh we will try to stick to our schedule we're 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 very committed to this podcast we live and die by it Mm -hmm. um we are working on getting a guest very soon uh so stay tuned for that but you know in the meantime follow our Instagram. <laughs> also hit us up on Twitter and subscribe to our OnlyFans to see photos of our lunches and also <laughs> our nipples. <laughs> uh, that's a fact. All right, Ty. Love your work. I'll talk to you soon. You too, King. Think fresh, everybody. Good night. Stink fresh. Bye. <laughs>